in 2024, we're done taking things personally and we're talking about it right after this. All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth. The brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, hormone harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code bravado at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Welcome to the Black Girl Bravado podcast, your weekly fix for all things mental health and wellness. I'm Brittany. And I'm Germany. And not only are we besties, but we're your besties. You heard me right. It's homegirl vibes here. Get ready for the girls to dish the real, the raw, and the fucking funny. And listen, we may drag you, but it's always in love. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome, beloveds, to the second week in January. Second week. Now, before we get too far into the show, I want to remind y'all that we are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. You can watch us live well not live but you can watch us period you can watch you can watch us period if you go to our youtube which is down in the show notes and yeah let's get our subscribers up we have a goal to reach ten thousand period okay you can be one of ten thousand by the middle of the year let's get it that's easy that's light work for y'all listen we've done it before we can do it again yeah so anywho how how are you feeling (laughs) how are you feeling today I'm still thriving off the new energy. I feel like it's going to carry me for a good month. 
hopefully longer. You, I know, but you know, you really be. Yeah, yeah. Then the regular year, the year starts setting in. It's giving, okay, we're here. Yeah. We're here. We're queer. We're here. <laughs> we're not queer, but we are here. I've been back on my wellness girly journey, you know, like really moving my body consistently. I've been really doing my walks every morning. Yeah. I've been on a couple of hikes. Come on. And those have been good. I've just been feeling like an outdoor girly. You know, the other day I was driving from Ulta, the Ulta over there by your house. Mm -hmm. And girl, I was just driving through because it took me this little way. And I was thinking, damn, this is a really beautiful community. I'm glad that this is where my shit is. You yeah. know, the things I really love it here. I be thinking that as I'm walking too, I'm like, this is really a blessing to like live in this beautiful community mm -hmm. and be able to like do my wellness things and take my walks in this neighborhood. It's so good for my mindset. And I've mentioned in the previous episode about being in environments that spark my growth. And I'm in one of them. Yeah. I'm in one of them. Yeah, I feel the same. So I just felt so filled with gratitude yesterday when I was leaving Ulta getting my shit. I'm like, this neighborhood is just top two and it's not two. Yeah. I feel the same. Andres and I were just talking about that, like how grateful that we are for like where we live and just being in the energy i'm like i really feel at peace mm -hmm. i'm like this is the most peaceful i felt in so long like not even being funny but because girl this girl was shaking and fucking stirred baby in her own I'm dwelling calm. now i'm calm i'm relaxed i don't feel anxious i'm driving to work i have a great beautiful commute like, I get to see the sunrise from my apartment, like, just watching that little bit of dawn, mm -hmm. or is it dusk? Dawn. 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 The little bit of dawn. Dusk is, dusk is night. At night, yeah. We took Gatsby on a nice little walk. There's a tennis club near my, my place, which I'm going to join. I think I saw that. I'm going to join that tennis club. You are? Mm -hmm, I am. Cute. But we took Gatsby up there and let him run. And we were like running. And it's just so nice. So I do. I'm echoing your sentiments that I fucking love it over there. I'm like, I am just right back where I need to It be. had me go like the highway one route. Oh, PCH? To my house. PCH? But when you drive along the water. Yeah. I was just like, damn. Yeah. Thank yeah. It's so nice. It's so yeah. nice. We are very blessed. So nice. And that is a that's important to count your blessings. Even if you know you want more, you desired something different. Right where you are, there's something to be grateful for. For sure. In the midst of in the midst. In the middle of it. Thankful for where I am because I could be pounding the pavement somewhere else. Girl. But I'm, not. but I'm not. When I tell you the jungle, when I tell you the concrete jungle. I'm not in a concrete jungle. You better be lucky. You better be happy. I am. Because you... <laughs> I love it here. It's a different there. energy, beloved. I love it there. Yes. Anyway, so we're here back with y'all. We are in that... We're in that. We are in our Being That Girl series. Yeah, it's giving that girl. It's giving that girl. Yeah. It's giving that girl. This month, we are just focusing on the different areas and ways that we can really become that girl mm -hmm. for this new year and beyond. Last week, we talked about stepping into our new era and reinventing ourselves. And I really enjoyed that episode. And I'm so excited about just embodying the best parts of myself. And this week, we're talking about taking things personally. Mm. Now, you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with being that girl? And it has a lot to do with it. Yeah. It has a lot to do with it okay mm -hmm, now mm -hmm. it's normal we it's, come right in hot it's, it's normal. normal it's normal for us to not be big fans of criticism or behaviors things that people do where it's like oh it's normal yeah 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 the problem comes the wrong way. right things that may feel offensive we get it it's like okay what the fuck was that about but if you find that your feelings are hurt very often by things that other people do you're probably prone to taking things personally. And that can be a big hindrance in just getting through your day-to-day -day life, yeah. achieving your goals, navigating through this world. Yeah. Because people are going to do things. Yeah. But we have the power to control how we, how we take it. Yeah. How we take it. And it can be draining. It can be draining. You know, our self-esteem, it shouldn't, but it, a lot of times we put it, we, it heavily depends on what other people feel about us, say about us. So imagine how draining it is when you are allowing somebody the power to 
influence how you feel about yourself, you know, mm-hmm. dictate your self-esteem, dictate your state of mind, dictate your feelings, your emotions, how you're going to respond to a circumstance or a situation. It's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. And I think it's just important for us to learn when something is like intentional, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, or just, or just something that we're perceiving as yeah. a slight. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It takes that self-awareness again. Or just awareness of like what's really going on. Because yeah. it when we're taking things personal all the time, it's like we're assuming that people are out to harm us emotionally. It's like we have in our mind that whoever's doing the, committing these offenses has yeah. a personal vendetta yeah. against us. And, I, and we don't like that. We don't like that. But imagine yeah. feeling like everybody is, that's everybody. Yeah. Everybody has your name on their list of people that they gonna fuck with. Like, okay, I'm fucking with Germany. I'm fucking with Germany. And there's there's a difference. There's a difference between being reflective Mm -hmm. and constantly taking like, you know things personally. Taking things personally. One is productive. One is productive. It's like, oh, I'm I'm noticing that this person is doing this or this happened. And another is a hindrance. Another is a hindrance. Okay. And really, we think about it when we decenter ourselves. We talked a lot about decentering ourselves last year. When we decenter ourselves, people have a ton of reasons for doing a ton of things that probably don't have anything to do with you. They do. You are not their upbringing, their day. I mean, yeah, like for you to really think that you are the sole reason that someone is responding in this particular way and that they're out to get you or that this this personal vendetta. It really takes for you to sit back and say, am I really that important? No tea, no shade about, you know, we are all important. We've talked about the spotlight effect. Yeah. Here. You know, are we that important? This happens to me when I'm driving and I've been checking myself. I think we do that because we're constantly projecting our stories on other people. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we take a lot of things personal because we're projecting. We're yeah. walking around in big projecting energy. Yeah. And... A lot of taking things personally has so much to do with the stories that we tell ourselves versus the stories that other people are telling us. We're creating these stories in our mind Mm -hmm. that everybody's focused on us, that everybody's out to get us, that everybody might be more worried about us than they are. Mm -hmm. We're telling ourselves these stories, which is why when we when people behave a certain way, it's like, fuck you doing? Yeah. Like, I, I know that's, I you're affirming the story that I've been telling myself, really. It's, assumptions are, are very funny, too, though. Like, how we make assumptions about certain things. I, my colleague was sharing a story, and I thought that it was so interesting the way that he phrased, what assumptions do you think I'm making? <laughs> he was talking, like, about... He was saying that to you? Or he was just talking? He was telling me a story, but oh. he, he shared, what assumptions do you think that I'm making when he was talking to the person? And I'm like, that's a good way to spin it. like So that they can say what the, they can say something. So it's just kind of like, you are making me feel a particular way. I am making assumptions, but what do you think they are? Yeah. You know, it's so funny. It's so funny. My mom used to always say, assumptions make an ass, ass out, out of you and, and me, me, baby. That's an old one. When that's one that we say take that, I'm like, I should have really took that to heart. It does, though. We can't assume. We can't take things personally. It stunts our growth. And it keeps us just in this place of bullshit. You know what? I think it's a little, I think it's a little, assumptions are a little cocky, too. Because Mm -hmm. when we're assuming, we're basically feeling like we know everything. Like, we know so much. Because when you're making that assumption without even inquiring with the other party, it's like, oh, I know that's what you were doing. Yeah, it's a you fact. Know? It's a fact. fact. I'm so I'm so confident in this that I know that's exactly what's going on. And that can be cocky because, no, you don't know. You actually don't You don't know. know. Yeah. You yeah. don't. So let's get into some reasons why or some signs that you might be taking things too personally. Mm. You depend on the approval of other people to make you happy. Hate it. Hate it, but it's true. Been there. It's true. A lot of us are looking for validation from the people Mm. around us, Mm -hmm. from the people on social media, the Mm -hmm. people that we're following to Mm -hmm. tell us that, yes, you're doing a good job. Yes, you're on the right track. Yes, you know, what you're saying and doing matters. And when we rely on the approval of other people, then again, we put our happiness, our self-worth, our self-esteem, our confidence in the hands of somebody it does not belong in. 
It only belongs in your hands. And when we don't get it, what are we doing? Taking it personal. Why aren't they showing up? Why aren't exactly. they showing support? Why aren't they, why aren't they, why they liking they didn't my story? Like why why they didn't they... say nothing? Why are they? You guys. Yeah. Stop it right then and there. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Another sign that you may be taking things too personally is that you apologize needlessly and you're a people pleaser. Mm. Apologizing for things that you don't even need to be apologizing for. Are constantly trying to people please, appease people, mm-hmm. and bend your back. Yeah, now it's broken. So that other people are comfortable. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, I realize there's some people pleaser in me. Mm-hmm. When I was on my walk, a thought came to me that I would share. Wrote a note. Notes are a powerful app. <laughs> they are a powerful app. They are, especially when you're on the go and I can't get to my journal. Yeah. I have my notes. But the part of the people pleaser in me is like wanting to be perceived a certain way yeah, and like wanting to come across as a good person. But I realize that some of that coming across as a good person now that I've been self-sacrificing. So I said, I am a good person because I treat people with kindness, care, and consideration. Being a good person isn't self-sacrificing to make others comfortable. I'm done. Please, <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> you hear me? I hear you. I love that you had that revelation. It just came to me. I said, is this the way that people be saying shit yes, come to them? Yes, that is. It's when you are alone with yourself and your thoughts are really not even alone. It's when you're tapped in to your own energy, your own energy. Yeah. Like thoughts like that can come to you, you know, and the more we get comfortable with that, the more shit like that will just keep down. It we'll just keep came. Downloading. I said, listen we'll to keep me. Downloading. That's why I'm walking. You'll keep downloading. This is why I'm walking. I'm about yeah. to get on my walk. I'm just trying to figure out. Your route. My route and my win. Maybe the weekends? Maybe. Maybe. Because you be up hella early. You got to be to work early. Yeah. And I got to commute there, although my commute is not that bad now. I mean, I probably could. It would have to be like, girl, I'm out at 6 a.m. What time do you have to be at work? 8. Yeah. What time do you have to leave your house? 7.25. Oh, yeah. You could easily. Oh, well, you got to get dressed, too. Exactly. I was going to say, you could easily walk. I get up at 6.30. I would have to be up at five fifty, out the door, six o'clock, walking for thirty minutes. Then it's gonna be stressful. Then I'm not gonna be able to. Enjoy yeah, so it. you need to find a pocket where it fits more seamlessly. Yeah, it'll probably be a weekend thing. Another sign that you might be taking things too personally is that you don't set or maintain boundaries as a rule. Mm. Okay, we know boundaries tell people how to treat us, and if you are letting people walk all over the boundaries that you have for yourself, or if your boundaries are extremely weak, then obviously you're going to be more prone to take things personally, because guess what? People get to come all in your space. Mm-hmm. They get to do what they want to you. And you you don't really have any, any say so about it. So when people get to cutting up all in your energetic field, <laughs> seriously, then it's kind of like you, you feel slighted. You feel, you know, you take things personally. No, so you created the environment for it. You created the environment, the environment for me to come in here and walk all over your ass. Yeah. Mm-mm. I have, you know, I shared this many times on the pod. There's boundaries that I had to impose with my mom because sometimes she just say whatever she wants to say. And I was taking what she said personally. Mm. And it's like, honestly, what I can do is just set the boundary. I'll set the stage that certain things are not up for discussion. There's certain critiques that I don't want to hear. And it's not that I don't want to hear. It's the way that you deliver it. And then I won't be feeling offended or I won't take what you say personally because we've already set the stage at when it's appropriate to tell me these certain things. The boundaries have to be firm in your life because you will feel upset. We were having difficulties in our relationship. Because I'm like, okay. We some hair We were doing that. We were we we occasionally would have moments where we're doing that, and I'm like, it's because you are offending me. Yeah, I'm taking what you say personally, and you are causing offense because my boundaries are not firm. That's so true. You definitely have to have the boundaries in place. I've noticed that with myself and with others when I'm like, it's easier to look from the outside looking in when you see, when I see people taking things personally because they don't have boundaries. You mad because somebody. <laughs> You're taking the way somebody's deciding to live their life personally yeah. because you don't have a boundary in between them coming to ask you for something to help live that life. Mm. You get where I'm going with that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm getting it. Anyway. Yeah. Another sign that you may be taking things too personally is 
you're afraid to say no mm-hmm. to requests. Yeah. Yeah. You, then you say yes. And be upset. And be upset. And be upset. We have to say, we have to have to say some healthy no's. It's okay. It's okay to say no. It's okay to not be able to do it all for everybody every time. Yeah. You have to reserve your yeses for what it is that you really want to do and your no's for what you really don't want to do. It's oh motherfucking K. Okay. Another sign is that you believe all harsh comments about yourself and take them to heart. Right here. Your heart is beating that. with I'll the be negative. I, I really had to get better with that being on this, being a public figure. Yeah. Because yeah. I would take the comment, the negative comments real personal. But you know what? I exercised this in one of our most recent viral posts. I just didn't read them. Yeah. You just got to turn it off. I, I detached. I detached. I'm like, this is turned into something else. This don't even got nothing to do with me. Yeah, y'all that, talking. That's about- how I release it. I'm like, yeah, this is actually y'all post. This we just set the stage. Now y'all running rampant in this motherfucker. We actually have left the building. Yeah, and y'all still burning it down. Y'all still standing outside. We don't care no more. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one. You view a mistake in your behavior as a as your own character flaw. As a character flaw, mm-hmm. mistakes are not necessarily character flaws it could just be a mistake now if you keep making it then that's another thing but if it's just there right now but if it's like a one-off or something that happened because we're human and we make mistakes and we we should be allowed to make Mm -hmm. mistakes we don't have to take that make it into a character flaw yeah okay just give yourself some grace there yeah another sign is you get defensive or angry easily Mm. I know a few people in my life who always are trying to prove their point, always want to be right, are always on the defense. You tell them something. If it doesn't go their way, then they're angry. You guys relax. Yeah. Re fucking lax. No need to be. No one's out to attack you. That defense is always on on guard thinking that somebody's personally attacking you and that you have to defend yourself. And it's really okay to. We just talked about mistakes and errors, flaws. We're not always right all the time. We're just not. You don't know everything. You're not that knowledgeable, that insightful, where there's going to be something that someone shares with you that you've never heard or that when somebody does tell you something and it's wrong, you're trying to defend yourself as to why it could be right. Come yeah, on. Yeah, if it differs from how you think it Sit should be. down. Please. <sighs> Lastly, if Pardon. you find yourself obsessing over recent conversation that you ha- that you've had to the point where it's affecting your behaviors... Like you're ruminating over like mm. what I, what you said, how they responded, what you could have said differently. Yeah, replaying the conversation. I've in your done mind. that before. I've done Same. that before where I'm like, damn, did I sound stupid? Like I should have said, I could have articulated myself mm. better. I wish I would have had like you know these tools. Like yeah, oh my god, do they think <sighs> that sucks? It's that like sucks. it don't even be that deep. It don't even be that deep. Like, you know, so mm-hmm. we just have to release ourselves from that weight, especially like if a conversation happened, it's already, listen, it's already it's happened. Go- yeah, it's, it's, it's said, gone. It's done. Half the time, the conversations are with people that I probably won't even see again. So. And majority of the time, they don't remember what all you said anyway, because they're focusing on what they said. Right. I don't be like, they they said this and that. I, that really hurt. I could have ate them up with that. I just be thinking about <laughs> what I missed. I'm like, damn, I could have got that. I know, but I felt like that's some sometimes before like maybe not necessarily exactly what i said but have you ever like left someone's company or energy and you're kind of like uh-huh feeling yeah. kind of something yeah like did i say something yeah that did i rub them the wrong way did they like me yeah cool what's the yeah. vibe yes was it like were they picking up what i was putting down are we good yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. hate that i hate that feeling i'm like oh, fuck i hope i didn't come off some sort of way that's not good i know but that that it's really releasing the way we are perceived there's no control over it you know yeah it's, it's tough but i do know what you mean you know it's like i've done that for sure like oof. same anyway so what are some situations because we all take things personal we're not above this mm-hmm. that you feel like trigger you taking things personally I think any situation that I'm emotionally invested in, for the most part, I can do a good job detaching so I don't feel like I take a lot of things personally, except on that road. <laughs> on that, that road? When I'm on that road, when I'm on that road, but I've been doing so much better. Good. When somebody be, you know, when shit be happening on the free, on the, on the highway or the street that I normally would be like, 
the fuck are you doing? And like, I told Brittany that me and this guy had like basically, a, it felt like a standoff. She really scares me. She really scares me because people. I know. Have really gotten hurt, white, killed because of road rage. And I'm always like, Germany, they have a gun. I could have one, but you don't. What the fuck type of response is that? You don't. We know that you don't have one. one. A defensive one because I want you to see my position. I understand. But y'all, I literally was minding my business. I was getting on the on-ramp. We were both merging. I had the right-of-way. And he comes running me off the road practically. Practically running me off the road. And I was like, what the fuck? So then we're like speeding to catch. I'm speeding to catch up with him because I'm like, oh, he got me fucked up. He probably think I'm some bitch ass motherfucking pussy asshole. <laughs> you don't know how to drive, motherfucker. I'm coming for you. So we literally the whole I way. Hate, I hate this. So the whole way. It's funny now, but I'm like, I got to yeah, do better. Yeah, it's not funny. I know. I have to do. I'm already, I've already released it and I'm, I'm doing glad. better. So we basically were going back and forth the whole time. And and I only feel settled. My blood pressure was only not boiling anymore once we went in two different directions. I'm like, now I could be on this motherfucking highway and chill. But lately, I haven't even been getting attached to it. I'm like, you know what? They're driving that way. They made that decision to turn abruptly in front of me because they're just trying to get to where they're going. I take it, I take it off of me. I'm like, it has nothing to do with me. They're not trying to, you know. It's no personal attack on me. They just doing what they doing. They trying to navigate and yeah, big yeah, corners yeah, and shit. Yeah. So, but that, and when, like I said, I'm emotionally invested in this situation. You mentioned anything related to this, this, what we're doing here, this podcast. I don't want to hear no negative bullshit. <laughs> I'm open to constructive criticism, but negative bullshit. And it has to be packaged really good. Real, well, right. I love be, you guys. I love, <laughs> I love this. I love what you're doing here. <laughs> I could see you doing it better if you did this. Otherwise, baby, no. No. You you do be taking a person somebody and be like, you guys should shorten up. And you're like, oh, it's been working great this way. <laughs> it depends on who it's coming from. What about you? Things that trigger my tendency to take things personal that I feel like I've worked on, but there it, it pops up sometimes is when people have a different opinion. Like if I suggest something and they don't think it's a good idea and I'm like, oh. I kind of get defensive and like, you know, I take it a little personal. I, I feel like I take it personally because I feel like in that moment, I'm they're telling me that my idea is not good enough or mm-hmm. the way that I want to do something is not good enough. And that's not necessarily true. They can just think that, you know, there's another way or there's some there's an alternative. So that makes me take things personally with that. And. I feel like sometimes this is warranted to take things personally because it did take it personal because it is personal. What? When people say something about me that's not in the best light or they say something that like knocks me off of a pedestal, especially if it's a pedestal that they put me on. If they point out something like a flaw Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? You mean to tell me I'm not perfect? In your eye? You mean to tell me that there's something that I'm doing wrong? How the fuck dare you? I'm supposed to be the best thing that ever happened to you. <laughs> Shit. You know what but, else? Uh, I take these personally. When people are not on my side. Oh my God. When yes. people are not on my yes. side, I said, oh. This girl. <sighs> be on my side. That's all I want you to do. And if you are not on my side, it's giving up. You either with me or you not. You either with me or you the against me. The op is crazy. You either with me or you against me. I feel strongly about that. And I've 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 learned no, I haven't gotten better with that. Because as soon as y'all be acting like an adversary, I'm like, Y'all, so it's more than one. It's whenever someone's not on my side, so that position and that's changes. So crazy. Sometimes it's on the rest of As a Libra girl who sees both sides like Chanel. I do see you both sides. You should be able to I see both sides. I need y'all to see mine. I need y'all to see mine. That's it. I'm like, wow. And it's really based on the relationship. If we are best friends. Germany, but there's there's right and there's wrong. Now, as, as your best friend. No. I have to show you. Stand. You could just be quiet. That would let me know there's more solidarity than you being like, yeah. <laughs> How could you? It feels like a traitor. It feels like I'm being betrayed. And I don't like that. I don't like the feeling of betrayal. It's because I'm loyal. Betrayal. It feels like betrayal. The That's drama? what I'm saying. It feels, it feels, see, see, really, you take it personal. It's turned into betrayal. <laughs> it feels like betrayal. 
Because I am loyal. I'm loyal. And I am. To a fault. If you decide wrong, I'm with you. you wrong or right. I'm with you. I'm with you. And when somebody is just not on my side, I'm like, you are not a loyal motherfucker. I don't like it. You're and me. it does feel like betrayal to me. So now that I've told you, you you don't ever care. You'd be like, eh, I'm going to say what's right <laughs> and what's wrong. I, it's right or it's wrong. That's what you be on. You know, I'm with you when it really, when it's really something that you need me to be with you with. All the time. I have a question for you. Are you able to differentiate between personal attacks and, cri- and con- constructive criticism? Not all the time. Oh. Sometimes it all feels like in a motherfucking attack. Like you said, it depends on how yeah. it's delivered. It yeah. really depends Packaging. on how it's packaged. The delivery matters. The delivery matters. All day. Because I do want people to let me know things. I don't want no yes men around me, you know? Yeah. And I do want to make changes if you notice something please don't be quiet no please don't be quiet please say something i don't want to be out here looking like boo boo the foo-foo but sometimes it does feel like a personal attack depending on how it's given to me yeah and i think what makes it feel personal is like when people don't have the discernment to not just what you say when you say it how you say the tone you say it in yeah like wow if i'm ready to hear it yes that makes it feels like a, a critique you know, and that's how I felt with my mom. I'm like, I don't feel like you're constructively criticizing me. Mm, you're just talking shit. Yeah. Dragging exactly. I'm like, girl, hold on. Yeah. Because you don't have to say everything that you're thinking. And that's what makes yeah. it feel like it's not constructive criticism. You weren't at, you at, weren't asked for your opinion. Right. And you just letting it rip. Mm-hmm. It's giving very much to attack. Now I got my armor on. Yeah. You so know? it's safe to say that you're taking things personally as affected your relationships right? yeah yeah like i shared earlier it has now we're good yeah. now now i feel like as i've matured as i've come into my own i've made it very clear about what makes me feel good what i don't like what's best for the nature of our relationship how we can coexist beautifully and we've been on the same vibe we've been on a good stretch wave mm, we've been on a good, good frequency frequency since that retreat We've been Look good. at that. That was healing. It was since the retreat. That was we've been good. healing. I'm not going to make it seem like I'm a saint. Like I don't personally offend people because I'm sure there are certain things that I say where my mom feels attacked or people, you know, that I'm in relationship with might feel like, oh, I took that a little personally. Yeah. You know, but I always feel like there's space for communication and where we communicate, we're able to clear up the air on anything that you might feel that I've done, any offense that I might have caused. And, you know, I can apologize and we can make it better. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. So, you guys, stick around. We are going to keep talking about how to stop taking things personally right after this. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish... The possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. 
That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, "Mm." and let's not forget black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something-something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right, no fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. 
so let's get into why people take things personally because there's always a reason. Mm. There's always a reason. So the first reason is you may have some negative self-talk. Oh, this one. Now, for some reason, a lot of us believe that we have to talk to ourselves negatively to motivate and encourage ourselves to get things done. The bitch off the street. <laughs> the bitch off the street. Yeah, we might constantly tell ourselves that we're not good enough or everything is our fault. So when we're telling ourselves that and when someone else makes a nasty or rude comment that we do not like, mm-hmm. we'll believe it. Yeah. We're gonna believe the negative things because you ain't telling me nothing they, that I don't know. Yeah, who you telling? Nothing that I haven't said. Who you telling? Who are you telling? So the negative self talk is a big reason. Yeah. Another reason, y'all, you know, childhood trauma, baby. Our childhood, the way we were raised, really this impacts. This type us. of shit make you not want to have a kid. Listen, none. What listen, trauma listen. you got? <laughs> what trauma? Do you have while I was trying to raise you? Listen, so the lack of emotional support in childhood, maybe being blamed by your parents for things, contributed to the feelings that we might deserve to be mocked or humiliated. You yeah, know, it's all you know. Yeah, it's like create when you're being raised in this environment where that's taking place, it's really hard to release yourself from patterns and behaviors that you learned as a child, mm-hmm. but it's possible. Another biggie is poor self esteem. <sighs> this one people that have low self-esteem usually worry too much about what other people think so of course you you think that you're taking it personal because you're worried about what they think now we're not going to be on the far other end of the spectrum where we don't give a damn we should be giving a damn but we don't got to give it all Mm. you know yeah so and anxiety as well those of us who you know, are debilitated by anxiety or feelings of anxiousness are it's really hard for us to be judged and critiqued. We are really scared of it. It's giving, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it's like, I don't, I don't even want anybody to say anything to me. We're so afraid of being judged and embarrassed and being cringe. The cringe. I know another big one. And this one's personal is perfectionism. Mm. You may take things personally because you don't want other people to perceive anything that you do as having flaws or mm-hmm. not being great. There's this thing called social perfectionism, like really, really caring about caring about how other people see and view the things that you do. And so if somebody says something because you care so much. This this one is hitting a nail on the head. Of course, you're going to take it personal. And that'd be me. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean something's wrong with it? Yeah. You're telling me? You're telling me? You have something to say? Oh, I made sure to put my <laughs> words together to the best of my abilities. And you still found a flaw. Yeah. Yeah. Stress. Stressful. And stress. Stress or fatigue. When we're not in the best mood, it's really easy for us to take things I mean, personally. Yeah, for sure. I'm stressed. I'm already running on low energy. I know that when I'm... Like, my cycle is coming. I'm not the nicest girly. I am, but I'm not. You're nice? On your period? No, I thought you were saying... You mean just in general? Around that time, I can be a little irritable. Yeah, yeah. Things that people say, I might take it away. Short fuse. Yeah, exactly. So we know stress, fatigue, not feeling our best, our mood fluctuates. We're going to probably be taking things more personally than we usually would. For sure. Definitely. And then lastly... Reasons why you may be taking things too personally is you're a highly sensitive girly. You have a high emotional sensitivity, or, or HSPs, and it's easy for you, baby. You feel everything. You feel every little thing, every little shift in the energy, every little move, every little groove, and it's like, hey, that be me too. That be like, you. You're like, there's something that's different. I picked up on something and I'm like, what are you? Anytime I pick up on it, I be really picking it up. Picking up on it, be on the ground. Anytime I get to pick it up, it's already on the ground. I'm like, I and you. The thing is, you can't pick up on a shift, but the shift that you're picking up on is not always because of something that you did. I know, but I be feeling it too. I'm like, something's off here. This is definitely me. I am very emotionally sensitive, and because of it, I will. I'll feel it, and I'll be like, oh, yeah. Was there something I did or said or is there something else going on in there? So you mentioned reading The Four Agreements. Yeah. And The Four Agreements is by Don Miguel Ruiz. 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 Yeah, Ruiz. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's a she can 
roll your tongue. <laughs> I cannot. But it's a classic quick read that has some core principles. And one of the agreements, the second agreement to be exact, is why we shouldn't take things personally. And I think this little excerpt is worth sharing. Let's get it. So whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They are in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that they know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on their world. Even when a situation seems so personal, even if others insult you directly, it has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do, and the opinions they give are according to the agreements they have in their own minds. Taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators, the black magician. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can hook you easily with one little opinion and feed you whatever poison they want. And because you take it personally, you eat it up. Even the opinions you have about yourself are not necessarily true. Therefore, you don't need to take whatever you hear in your own mind personally. Don't take anything personally because by taking things personally, you set yourself up to suffer for nothing. When we really see other people as they are without taking it personally, we can never be hurt by what they say or do. Even if others lie to you, it is okay. They are lying to you because they are afraid. Yeah. There is a huge amount of freedom that comes to you when you take nothing personally. You become immune to the black musicians and no spell can affect you, regardless of how strong it may be. The whole world can gossip about you. And if you don't take it personally, you are immune. Someone can intentionally send emotional poison. And if you don't take it personally, you will not eat it. When you don't take the emotional poison, it becomes even worse in the sender, not in you. Period. As you make a habit of not taking anything personally, you won't need to place your trust in what others do or say. You will only need to trust yourself to make responsible choices. You are never responsible for the actions of others. You are only responsible for you. When you truly understand this and refuse to take take things personally, you can hardly be hurt by the careless comments or actions of others. Bars. The read was just mm. It's just a gentle reminder of everything that you really need to hear. It is. It's a gentle reminder. And that's why I've been able to flow better since breathing this. Yeah. 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 yeah, The last few weeks. It's like, why am I taking things personally? Why am I letting people have that much power? Power, Like I said, authority authority over what I feel about myself. That's true. You know, I'll get riled up real quick. Like, why are they acting like that? What did I do? No, it's not even what did, what did you, you do? do? If you really did something, if you really did something, then self-awareness will allow you to examine, take inventory, take accountability, apologize and move on. Right. But a lot of times it's not that we did something when it comes to taking things personally. It's the way that our negative self-talk mm-hmm. is the way that we are so concerned about the way that we are perceived by other people that is ruling our lives and creating the stories and further perpetuating pushing the narrative yeah and just like the the book says we're all in our own dream and to think that you are impacting my dream and i am impacting your dream and all like that that is crazy we have to learn to decenter ourselves and we furthermore we have to learn how to decenter ourselves in other people's perspective and center ourselves in our own world mm-hmm. and when i say center ourselves in our own world it's like only take in what you you know really honoring yourself the way you feel about yourself and trusting your inner voice that you're guiding yourself in the right direction that you love yourself that you really are being the best to yourself the best friend to yourself yeah put yourself first up there and in here, in your mind, in your heart, in your soul. Period. I'm taking care of me. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm taking care of me. I got to put me first, Lucius. I got to put me fucking first. first. And I really got to do that. You know what else we got to do? Take a quick break. We do. We're going to pop back, but stick around. So we're here. We reached the point where we have some to-do list items for you all. Some actionable items. Yes. Things that you need to do right now. First being leave your rating and leave your review. Whether mm-hmm. you're listening on Apple, Spotify, Google Play. Where, leave something. Yeah. Some if you're taking words. something, leave something. Next course of business is to share the podcast. Mm-mm-mm. Like we said, we're on a journey to continue to spread the message 
of what it is that we're doing here. And that is only possible with your help. We can't do it all, y'all. We're recording the content. We're taping it for you. We're editing it. We're doing all of the things. We need you to pick up your your pen. pen. <laughs> pick up do your, your phone. Part. Do your do part. Some, do we some. need you to pick up your burden. We do. And share it. Listen, Drop it listen, in your group listen, chat. Because listen, I'm carrying this burden. Pick up home. your burden. Carrying all these burdens. Please. Lastly, what you can do is join us in the Homegirl Hangout. So if you're one of the girlies who like, you know, want more. There's an option for that. If you join mm-hmm. us in the Homegirl Hangout, you will definitely get more. The more that you will be getting is journal prompts that complement the episode. Yes. You'll get a bonus episode every month, which is similar to the episodes we release here on the platform. Even sweeter for the deal, you get to hear about what's going on in Germany and I's lives. You know, we 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 gave out the details of trips, dating experiences, thoughts on our yeah. mind. Shit like that happens over there because people got to pay and the niggas ain't paying. So <laughs> some of them are, but they're less likely to pay. So it's safer to share. But that's where that is. It's in the homegrown hangout. And that information is down in the show notes. Yeah. Okay. So join us over there. Okay, girlies. So now we're going to get into the tools, your tools for your toolkit. We would not be the black girl bravado if we did not provide you with solutions. And the first thing that we have to do is know your worth and build your confidence. Mm. We just were talking about that. Without confidence, without a high self-esteem, it's easy for people to be able to come and impose their thoughts, have negative ideas about you, and you internalize it. Mm-hmm. And it influences how you feel about yourself. Of course, you're going to feel inferior because you don't have confidence. Right. That's this, this the number one thing. That, that's the number one thing that stops here. And just like we can't expect people to meet all of our standards, we can't expect people to take the responsibility of making us feel good mm. and no building our confidence and it, you know, reinforcing our worth. That's not their job. That's why it's called self esteem. Listen, and it's this, go- this theme of the self. <sighs> and it's gonna be so hard to believe what other people think about you when you truly know and more importantly like who you are. Yeah. It's gonna be laughable. Like you are hella funny. Who Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at you saying these comments <laughs> because <laughs> I'm laughing because ain't no way. Yeah. Ain't no way. You're delusional, right? So having the self confidence and knowing your worth is the foundation of which all of our things are built upon. Mm-hmm. Our achievements, our relationships, our ability to keep going, yeah. fighting to see another day. This matters. We got to stop sleeping on this. This really does matter. So next, we're going to consider the source. Now this, this is, this is, this, 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 is this, this, this. Yeah. Does the critique come from someone that you like, yeah. know, or even respect? Yeah. Or is this coming from a person that bitch off the street? The way we all keep using bitch off the street, you know, or they've had very little interaction with you, or maybe they have had interaction, but you already know that what they say means very little. I remember one time, not that credible, them damn sales. This nigga that I knew, we were out at CPK, me, Kayla, and the nigga, college days. Yeah, you don't gotta, you don't gotta give me the time. We were out having our little whatever dinner, eating, and this man had made several advances that I just wasn't interested in him like that. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So at the restaurant, I guess I had made a comment about something. I don't know what topic it was on. I don't know what I said, but the comment, he didn't like it. He's going to tell me, you you be acting like you light skinned. Your attitude is like you're like a light skinned girl. And I'm like- What did you say? What did you say? I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, what oh, does that mean? Gosh. I'm acting like I'm a light-skinned girl. How how should I be acting in your eyes? Like, you know, what would be a more appropriate way for me to act as a person who's not light-skinned? He was like, it's just like you just have this air about you. And I'm like, bitch, what? And he was so serious. And I could have really internalized that, but I had to I had to consider the source. Yeah. I had Bitch-ass to consider thing. the source. I had to consider the source. Who is saying this? And is it true? No, I'm not acting. How I'm acting has nothing to do with my skin tone, nigga. Yeah. Sickening. Yeah. Anyway. Oof. You'll take your criticism very differently 
when it's presented to you from someone that you care and that you trust and that you know has your best interests at heart mm-hmm. versus somebody that's ignorant like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're going to take it differently. Even another example is like someone yelling from you or getting crazy with you in traffic. They don't know you. Yeah, I know. You know, they really don't know you. Everybody's probably stressed about getting up late getting on the road or dealing with you know what comes with driving i know so just do that when you think about how you need to react yes you know yeah who is this who is this even coming from and that's something that i'm also take into consideration when people are leaving their comments on social media yeah look at the source half of them be behind fake pages the other half just talking don't got really ain't saying nothing yeah yeah Another solution is to question your negative beliefs. When we take things personally, it's often because we hold a negative belief that's fueling our perception of the situation, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, if you say, hey girl, to somebody who's walking in the hall and they don't see you, if you say, hey, and they don't say, hey, back, then you know what you're going to think? They're ignoring me. They don't fuck with me no more. They don't fuck with me. They're rude. You know, you start to create all of these ideas that, You already have a negative belief about yourself. And now you're allowing that situation to perpetuate the feeling that you already have. Yeah. Take a step back. Examine where that is even coming from. You know, where where is it that I feel like, okay, they ignored me. I'm not worth saying hi to their root. Where is that? Where is that coming from? Yeah, because a lot of the times we don't even take the time to question our thoughts and beliefs. Listen, you know, like you said, they, they she could have not seen you. Could have been wrapped up in their own dream, mm-hmm. in their own reality. Busy thoughts, stress, thinking about something else. That happens all the time. I'll be like, hey, or somebody will say hey to me. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't even see you there. Actually happened. I was walking through the cafeteria at my, at my job and they were like, a group of colleagues were all sitting down. And I was like, so intently on my phone. And they were like, well, fine, you don't have to speak. And I was like, I'm sorry. You didn't see I you. said, I'm so, I'm right. so, I'm so here. It has nothing to do with y'all. Y'all are great. Right. And I think that. I could have also took it personally, like thinking, how do they think that I, how you are, how, how you I feel am. About them, yeah. Right. Like I didn't want to sit down and eat with them. It's not that, but I was like, honestly, y'all I'm wrapped up in my own shit. I've, I've gotten this one about like, I have RBF. Like yeah. my, my natural face is resting face is not yeah. like, you know, a smile. It's just like, and people have said that they thought that I was rude, not because of something that I've done mm-hmm. to them or said, but just because like, my posture in my face. I'm like, but I'm not. Yeah, you're not. I'm not. You're not. And and another thing is like our beliefs can help have us misinterpret situations. You know, it's not what we think it is always. So take a step back, take a beat and then approach. Yeah. You know, and then approach. It's really being intentional. We have to question our thoughts and our beliefs because the thing about the mind, baby, It'll do it go. It could go. It'll take you some places, and you have to keep it in check. Spicy movement. You you have to keep it in check. You do. You have you have to really have it by the yeah. Okay. Another tip is to ask for clarification. So, Mm. when there is a situation that you have the opportunity to do this, you definitely should. If it's like somebody that you know, and you can ask them, "Hey, somebody made you feel bad." Get clarification, like. You know, I, I kind of took that personally. Did you mean this? Yeah. Like when you said that, I felt this kind of way. Like what was your intention there? Because many times we perceive a situation negatively and the person didn't intend to didn't hurt us. At all. And so when we get the clarification, they're like, girl, I'm, I will definitely rework the way that I come yeah. at you or say things because that wasn't my intention at all. So thank you for giving me the opportunity to change instead of just assuming that you know it was fuck you because of the way that i said something yeah so yeah don't let your thoughts just spin off into that negative direction when you do have the opportunity to ask ask for clarity i know sometimes we don't but the times that we do we should definitely take advantage of them communication is so key And, and like you said when you're close with somebody or even if you're not close with somebody but specifically when you are in a relationship with somebody and there's something that's done to, you know, create offense or you take things personally. 
definitely ask them what they meant or or rather share with them how you feel. Right. That's what it really is. You know, share with them how you feel. I remember when Adrian and I hadn't talked for all that time, I was really like, what is it? Was it me? Was it something I did? Why doesn't she want to be friends anymore? But when it's really like she was having her own experience that had nothing to do with me. I wasn't at the focal point of it at all. Right. And it's like when we finally got a chance to talk, then that was able to be disclosed, but only through communication and say, this is how I felt when that happened. And it's like, I didn't mean to make you feel that way at all. I was going through this. Yeah. So definitely talk. Another thing that we're doing is accepting that we're all different. Yeah, we are. And not everybody needs to like you. That's really it right there. That's the key. We are right. Mm-hmm. You might be taking things personally because you think that it's going to give you a greater chance of getting someone's approval. They'll like me, you know, if I do this. Yeah. But truly, y'all, everybody on the planet, they're not going to like you. And if they do, you fake. <laughs> if every single person likes you, there's some inauthenticity going on yeah and instead of trying to change yourself so that you are being liked just show up authentically show up authentically be yourself be kind you know and let the cookie crumble where it's going to crumble how it's going to crumble because people who want to be around you are going to be around you for whatever the right reason showing up as a version of yourself that you are not is going to have you down bad it's fake and then you're going to end up taking things personally another reason because we're showing up as a version of ourselves that we're not and people are treating us accordingly you know and we're not feeling it we're not feeling it no lastly the golden rule (laughs) (laughs) this is a tip damn near for everything practice some self-compassion yeah we often are beating our own asses here we're beating our own asses like we have to stop doing that because Even though there are some things that people do that offend us, we get to decide how we let that behavior affect us. Yeah. We get to decide how far we want to take it if we want to do the dash on it or not. Mm. So let's give ourselves some compassion for the things that are going to inevitably happen. You know, living in this life, we're going to find some things offensive to where it's like, wow. But you don't have to stay there because what did Don say? Y'all go back and listen. I don't know. What did she say? Don Miguel. Oh. Don, <laughs> not that. Don from Danity Kane. I was waiting on the song. I'm like, what did she say? What no, did she say? No, Don Miguel. Yeah, Don Miguel Ruiz. Yeah. Yeah. Th- we're not going to take the negative comments to heart. We have to stand up in the fight of our life. You say, I'm not going to let that in. I'm not letting that in. It can be water on the duck's back. Repel. Yeah. <laughs> Repel it. Roll off. Yeah. Roll off. So. I like it. There's one twist here. <laughs> there are There's a caveat. Yeah, there is a caveat. 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 Shit, I'm just. Caveat. There's a caveat here. Lil Wade. There's a caveat. It's words like that that come over to the English language that don't have no business being here like accoutrement. There's certain words that's just like, why are we using it? But there's a caveat. Lil Wade. Caveat? Caveat. 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 The way we say (laughs) It's one of my faves. One little caveat here. The accoutrement. There are some positive aspects to taking things personally. Okay? Yeah. By taking things personally with your family and friends and those that you're in close relationship with. You can become better equipped and cued into what hurts you, more in tune with, you know, your feelings, your emotions, and the knowledge that you can communicate to them so that they can modify their behavior to not offend you. Yeah. That's been a dynamic in our relationship. Yeah. Hey, I want to let you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that you offended me when you said this. So can we not do that shit again? Please. (laughs) Let's not do it. You got to do that. It's also very humanizing and humbling. For our feelings to get hurt every now and then. Yeah. When I hear those things about myself that bring me down to reality, like, girl, you have some things that you can improve upon. Yeah. You know, you can you can do better. So. Love it. It only helps make us more resilient in the future. With tears in my eyes. Okay, y'all. It is time to transition to our final segment of the show. I did that shit. Oh. So this is the part of the show where we get to share little things that we're, you know, that we've done. 
You can also use the Homegirl Hotline to share things that you are doing. You mm-hmm. can drop any gems there. Mm-hmm. I also want to say, also, 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 we give advice. The Homegirl Hotline we is do. the place where you can send us any stories or anything that's happening where you would like us to weigh in on. You know, we'll share it here on the show. It's always anonymous, but that's what that line is there for. So I did that shit. I told y'all I was in Miami for a little bit and I went to a dinner that was hosted by kids of immigrants in Amazon and the whole brand mission and identity of the KOI is support your friends. Right. So they created this beautiful dinner, beautiful tablescape of a bunch of friends, people who are all coming together from various industries and walks of life that they wanted to network and get to know each other. So y'all, they had a seating chart. A seated chart. And I was not seated next to the person I came with, which was my boo. Mm-hmm. So when I walked up and I see my name and I didn't see Andres's name next to it, I'm like, now what the hell? Is an error on the I'm like, do they know that I am your plus one? Because right, right. we are a package. So then Danny was like, yeah, you know, we just want to have everybody. I was like, oh, I started melting. <laughs> I started melting. I said, now I'm about to have to be up in here talking to people I don't know. But it worked out. Because it was an opportunity for me to lean in and do what it is that I say that I want to do, which right. is get better at conversing, you know, networking, just having small talk and, you know, building building stronger connections. So and another thing was, I'm glad we didn't take this. Danny was like, I could put y'all together. Like I could do a quick little switcheroo if y'all want to be together. I'm like, nope, don't do that on our account. You know, Andres was cool with it. He was like, it's all good. I'm not tripping. And I was like, I need to lean into that. I need to lean into the, I'm not tripping. Yeah. And even if I am tripping, like, like you said, lean in, it's okay. So I sat next to, I ended up sitting next to somebody I know, but only because the person he was sitting next to wanted to do a switcheroo because she was not sitting with her husband. Uh Uh-huh. So I was like, it's cool. But it was an opportunity for us to talk more, more, yeah, you know, and just like explore. He's on a sober journey right now. He's not mm-hmm. drinking. And it was nice for me to get insight into that. He had a cocktail and I'm like, oh, and he's like, mocktail, you got to throw him off. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's just it was re- refreshing and nice to have like just dinner conversation. I sat next to another young lady who was easy to talk to. She wasn't supposed to be there her friend was supposed to be there he decided not to come to the dinner told her to go in his place he didn't know it was a dinner she didn't know it was a dinner so when she showed up didn't know nobody she was like looking for his name and then just sat down in his spot but it was funny you know and she was just chatting it up and it was a good time so I feel really good about having those types of challenges and opportunities to again do the things that I say I want to do and when it shows up leaning into it not being like yeah i'm proud of you because that's how we change so that is you, you gotta do it you gotta flex the muscle that's baby. how we enter a new era this is how we reinvent ourselves this is how we become that girl listen little by little that's how you do it left so, right let me see you do it do it right do it <laughs> <laughs> and that's that on that y'all yes okay it's been good we're starting off the year strong we are we hope y'all are really loving the episodes let us know in the comments let us know by sharing, sharing that's them. how you let us know Once let us know shared, by sharing no if it's not shared we're questioning yeah and we and don't, don't want to take question. it personal we don't want to take you into interrogation yeah so let's do our part we love y'all so much and we will see you next week bye